0: Welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter Two. And of course, this is Going for Two with Jack Taylor. We are coming to you after a second weekend of baseball. Is that right? Sorry. Second yeah, weekend. Yeah, of yeah, this is, We're yeah, going into our feels third like, weekend. Okay, going into our third weekend, it feels like we've been in the season for two months now, um, because it's kind of seemed like it's just dragging on, kind of miserable. Um, we won the series last weekend, and we're going to mm-hmm. talk more yeah. about that. But um, you know, it's just we have not played any impressive baseball. We'll get into all that uh, and and more. Hunter, what do we have in store? Uh, yeah, so going to talk about that. Going to talk about the Grambling game, Southern Miss game.
1: We're going to move into the Tulane game. Touch a little bit on the Texas Tech game. Uh, there's some big games going along in college baseball, so we're going to touch on a few of them. Maybe they're all being played in the same stadium, um, mm-hmm. and then. We're gonna give our series predictions, and then you know what time it is. It's our favorite topic every single yeah. week.
0: Yeah, and we actually um, posted the prompt for questions at a low point in mm-hmm. uh, in Mississippi State athletics. We had just lost to Southern Miss, and we just uh, had an overtime loss to a top five team in basketball as well. Um, what was so that? Um, I just hit my desk. Nice. Uh, <laughs> So, um, yeah, so we we were pretty sad. We could tell that some of y'all were sad, too, by the responses that we got. So some of them aren't questions, which, as we learned last week, uh, they have to be questions. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll probably still answer some of the the non-questions. Yeah, some of them. Some of them, yeah. Football Ben, be careful. Um, But... Uh, yeah, so we're, we're excited to get to those. Obviously, that's going to be at the end. So before we get into any of that, I actually, I'm going to start this episode off with a movie critique, um, like, like I'm going to try to every week from now on. Um, so this one, I've been watching the Spider-Man movies recently, and I watched the original Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire in it. Um, and uh, so there's like, there's a scene where he becomes a wrestler, right, before he ever becomes Spider-Man, and he's guaranteed $3,000 if he wins this cage match. Um, instead of getting three thousand dollars, though, he just gets one hundred dollars, and he leaves the office after getting gypped. And this man comes in and robs the guy that just gypped Spider Man. And so uh, Spider Man has a chance to to stop this guy from getting on an elevator, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he doesn't stop him because he's mad that he just didn't. He just lost out on three thousand dollars. And so the guy gets on the elevator, gets away with the money, and then kills Uncle Ben. And uh, my critique is that Peter Parker should have just stopped the stopped the robber because I mean probably would have gotten some money for like stopping this robber, and his uncle Ben would still be alive. So um, in hindsight, you probably just stop the robber, and and that goes for all of us. Like if we're ever in a in a situation like that, just stop the robber. Just do the right thing. Just do the right thing, in your sportsmanship uncle ben won't
1: die. pass it on. <laughs> Just, I
0: gotta, what if, what if, like Peter Peter knew, like if I let this guy go, I'm gonna let this grudge kill my Uncle Ben and he let it happen anyway. So he's just selfish. What if we would have lost the
1: uh the game against Auburn? Because Iverson Molinar so so Auburn throws the ball out of bounds mm-hmm. and then they call it mississippi state basketball with like five seconds left yeah and then iverson molinar t- <laughs> goes of the ben Howland, and says i touched the ball coach
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and then tell then walks over and tells the ref and then the ref just believes him and changes mm-hmm. the call of the game and then we lose yeah,
0: I mean that's the sportsmanship that I expect. Um, mm-hmm, yeah, from my team. Like I, I wouldn't cheer for a team that would, that doesn't do that. Um, I, I just I, I would refuse. Can to. we count?
1: Can we count that commercial as as a movie? And you just do a full critique of it one day. Yeah, it's coming coming soon. Okay, it's awesome. Soon.
0: I cannot wait. Can we get yeah, a bye week we, or something? Or we just. <laughs> but in other words, like, like long story short, though, with my movie critique for this week. Peter Parker's just selfish. Like he, <laughs> he, if he knew Uncle Ben was gonna die because of that, and he let it happen anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know, put um, me in that position. I'm, I'm not letting Uncle Robert. Ben die. Mm-mm. I'm I'm stopping the robber first of all, um, and then butterfly effect. I mean, you can say what you want. Anyway, I think Uncle Ben's still alive to this day. I don't think Thanos snaps. Different universe, bro. No, it's same um, okay. No. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's get. Spoiler in. alert. <laughs> Still whoa, watched that whoa, movie. Whoa.
1: You have it? No, I don't know why, bro. I'm sorry. It's it's. I've been doing a lot. You I haven't been a, doing anything.
0: You just spoiled a movie that you haven't seen. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically. Anyway. All right. So now we're getting into baseball from this past weekend. <laughs> After all that, um, so this weekend we played the. Um, or last weekend we played the Northern Kentucky Norse, um, and they're not a good team. They Mm -hmm. got swept by Eastern Eastern Tennessee State last weekend and and got outscored very, very uh, uh, lopsided on the weekend. And um, so they come into this series, and they do the only logical thing, and they just hit after hit after hit on landon sims and um they're sitting fastball the whole game um that seems to be the only pitch Landon could find the zone with his slider wasn't working he wasn't going with a change up and so they were just sitting fastball because that's all they had to do and they were hitting it left and right i mean they were just they were just smoking the ball so they win the series or they, they win that game because uh we just weren't hitting the ball and landon wasn't effective um and so that was a very, very frustrating game. Um, we we yeah. lost to a guy that has an over
1: 100 ERA. I mean,
0: yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, so, I mean, terrible start to this series. And, you know, it, we're starting to think, you know, maybe there is, maybe we should hit the panic button. Maybe, I don't know what's going on. The The, the championship hangover has lasted more than just one weekend. Um, but... Thank goodness we come back, we win the series, and uh, tell us about um, just, just some things that stuck out to you in that series.
1: So in game two,
0: it, it just seemed like it was a decisive win. Like, mm-hmm.
1: like, we didn't play great the entire game, but like, we, we had production at least, like consistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Brad had a good day on Saturday, I
0: think. Yeah, I think it was his first home run.
1: Yeah, his uh, two game. hits, two hits in that game, three RBI. Yeah, that seems right. Um, yeah, Brad had a really good day. Cameron James, Luke Hancock, Logan Tanner, all with multiple hits, mm-hmm. and and like that's what we've been wanting is yeah. the guys from last year's team to produce. Hey, Kellum. <laughs> Jeez, that's right. Lane, come on. Lane,
0: Lane's doing as expected. Yeah, he's on. He's on pace to to sore past last year's production. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, what else? What else did you see?
1: Um uh Preston was our starter in this game. He went yeah. six six point six six point one innings, which is actually six and a third. Yeah, I just, hate how this works. Mathematically mathematically incorrect. <laughs> I hate baseball. Baseball critique. I think you've done that before. Um, so mm-hmm. six and a third inning, uh, two hits, one run, uh, two walks. Uh, got in a bit of trouble, was it in the second or third inning? And then he kind of
0: fought his way out of it, and I thought that was really big, and then he went on to have a really good outing. Yeah, and keep in mind, I mean, got to take this with a grain of salt because it was, uh, again, against the North Northern Kentucky Norse, um so i don't know uh, they have not... like the
1: most hits of any team
0: in starkville this year yeah you're right jeez oh, <laughs> i mean yeah come sec play i'm not sure if preston is our is our answer for um the weekend rotation but um he he is good i mean he's effective and and i've always liked preston i mean he's 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 been good in any role that we've put him in so far um i'd still probably prefer him in the um out of the bullpen i want uh, someone especially... to trusts in the bullpen yeah, and um, I, he is someone that I trust. So, I mean, I'd, I'd rather have him coming out of the bullpen. Kind of the same way I want Landon coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. Um, um, uh, another thing before we go a little bit farther
1: into this. Um, on Saturday, uh, Pico Khan came in in relief of Preston. Uh, mm-hmm. Two and two-thirds innings, uh, two hits, no earned runs, three
0: strikeouts. Mm-hmm yeah it looks really good yeah I mean, again again it's against northern kentucky but i mean he's a young guy who he did it against um, arkansas pine bluff as well and which, he's a lefty something that we drastically need yeah so um hopefully i mean he's just he's a young guy getting a lot of experience right now and hopefully that's that's just going to pay off uh come sec play because we really need him and he seems to be a good fit mm-hmm. um also um i think sunday game three Cade smith really really good start um and yeah, you know, we'll say it again. It's probably the last time, but it was against Northern Kentucky. But mm-hmm. again, yes. he's a young he's a, he's a young guy. Um, but and he he was looking good. He looked good against Long Beach State. He looked good this past weekend. And um, what did he go five innings? Is five right? innings, three hits, one run, zero earned okay. runs. Okay, good. And then Brandon Smith comes in in relief, and then I think we see Brooks Auger and. Um, mikey tepper close out yeah. that game yeah um so three three arms out of the bullpen also in that game um i thought brandon smith looked pretty good and then um mikey tepper and uh brooks auger just didn't really look very sharp so um that was that was pretty weird yeah um
1: it, it was really nice to see brandon smith kind of back um mm-hmm. it's been since was it 19 that he was like fully healthy and everything. Cause it seemed like last year he got, he got at least an amount worse by the end of the season. Like at the yeah. beginning of the season, we're like, yeah, we trust Brandon Smith, and by the end, we're like, oh no, Brandon Smith is coming
0: in. Yeah, it's like it's almost a, it's a weird thing. It's like he, oh no, he's just gonna come in and throw strikes, and like obviously you don't want a pitcher Dude, coming in and like just walking batters. Like but, bad
1: things happen to him.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, like, unfortunate stuff. Like, like Um, pass
1: balls and stuff. Like, stuff that just doesn't happen to anyone else.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. Who was our guy last year that was, like, a ground ball specialist? Was that? That was Brandon. Chase Patrick? Oh,
1: Brandon. Yeah, Brandon and Chase. Chase Patrick, yeah. He came in and won, like, a third
0: inning. Well, I guess two-thirds inning if you want to double play. So, yeah. um. Yeah, just a ground ball specialist. I mean, he's going to pitch to contact, and a lot of times that can just that can come back to bite you. But um, Brandon looked good, and Brandon came in with clean
1: base paths, and yeah. and was good. It seems like a yeah. lot of times we bring him in with uh, less than two outs and mm-hmm. a runner in scoring position, and then you go out there with your sinker ball pitcher. Uh, I mean, yeah. if, if my math is not it's not failing me, uh, that almost equates to a run if you're
0: pitching to yeah. contact. Most of the time, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. So, I uh, I know we mentioned Landon coming out of the bullpen a little bit earlier. Um, obviously, he started on Friday. But um, what do you what do you think the the future should be for Landon? If you were if you were Foxhall right now, what would you what would you do? It's it's gonna be weird because this two lane series, like,
1: I'm not sure how much we can judge off of that. And then it's gonna. Like, you almost have to wait until SEC play. Yeah. Because, yeah. Cause like, you can't, like, swap him now. Because, mm-hmm. like, like he'll probably go pitch well against Tulane. Like, yeah. I, I assume I mean, it's
0: not going to be 42 like degrees just, in New Orleans. So like oh just, because he, just because he's on the mound, I think we have a really, really good chance to yeah. win on Friday. But um,
1: I feel like him being on the mound on Friday nights takes away... One of my biggest comfort blankets of knowing yeah. if it's a close game, we can put someone in there and stop
0: it. Yeah. And, and look, get, actually, at least give me a chance on offense. Yeah. Look, I, and I know that uh, ultimately the reason that that he has become a starter is because Lamonis and Fox all think he is the best pitcher. And he is. And, and so you want your best pitcher to go for you on Friday night. I understand that completely. Ex- explain but, um, Christian McLeod. Okay. Yeah, he was the best to start the year last year. That's like a four-time SEC player pitcher of the week. You're all about. on away games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Landon is Landon is our best pitcher, and so I I understand him them wanting him to go on Friday nights. But I think that no matter what, this experiment is not going to be a failure because for either he's going to stay the starter and be a really good one, or we're going to kind of push his limits and understand that he probably can go multiple times in a weekend. Yeah. Um and so like he can go I mean, maybe he might not go the equivalent of six innings, you know, combined throughout the weekend, but I mean, he, maybe he go, did it
1: multiple th- times last year. He, yeah, like I mean, he s- can go
0: through he can go three or four innings, you know, pitching you know, the ninth inning or the eighth inning of um of three games in a weekend. And having that security come in, once our offense gets rolling and we can actually have a lead late in the game, that's gonna be so valuable. And which a, a I, lot of this
1: a lot of this, yeah. I think. I'm sorry for talking over you. This is weird. Yeah, you're um, good. I think with our pitching, at least, it could be because our offense is in a weird
0: state right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're no, none of our pitchers are getting the opportunity to pitch with the leads, at all. And so it's like they're they're having to just like aim their pitches and try to be perfect mm-hmm. and. And not just throw it because last year, I mean, I know we had some some close games, but I mean, our midweeks were great chances for batter, like for pitchers, young pitchers, just come in there in like a fifteen to nothing game, yeah, and just just pitch. And now they're playing two to one games against Grambling and having to grind out everything and mm-hmm. losing. some. Every, everything's
1: high stress. Everything's like, like I mean, and the two wins against Northern Kentucky, I didn't feel extremely comfortable in either. No, I mean.
0: One of them was like what, 10, ten to one. one.
1: Ten to one, I felt like okay, but like game three at the end, I wasn't feeling fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean like seven to two. Uh, but um, I just, I don't know. I, the, it really boils down to our offense because I think like just like you said, I mean I, I think pitching, pitching is gonna go where the offense takes us, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I'm not really worried about the pitching. Um, We're going to talk about um, kind of a a couple breakout pitchers uh, that we saw in the midweeks. But um, anything else from the the Northern Kentucky series that you saw? Um, One thing I'd like
1: to have a little fun on. um, So the people out there say, oh, the offense isn't good. It was cold. Like The offense wasn't good because it was cold. I mean, Northern Kentucky was barreling Landon Sims. Yeah, <laughs> like any of those excuses don't aren't real.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I really don't know the excuse. It's just like we we're we're behind on pitches that are like eighty five miles an hour. Yeah. Um, against Grambling, we're behind on pitches that are seventy eight miles an hour. Uh, I, I, I don't know if if it's just like bad scouting reports against these teams right now or what's going on, but I I I'm I'm gonna uh, once again say I'm not hitting the panic button I'm I'm trusting experience to come around on this, um, but it it doesn't look good right now so yeah no, doesn't feel um, good either. <laughs> and talking about talking about experience I'm gonna mention a guy who has none, uh, Aaron Downs he had his first start uh, on Sunday against Northern Kentucky he started also against Grambling and against Southern Miss I believe um, so he's the new he's the new right fielder number five the best right fielder that's number five that we've ever had mm-hmm. um yeah. people are starting so, to say this yeah so two hits against um northern kentucky two hits against grambling i don't really know what he did against southern miss because i couldn't watch the game can, on tv but real quick but uh yeah i mean he, he seems to be good he's a true freshman guy out of heritage academy and um you know seems to be really good but uh we'll see um his bat look, looks good right now so um Let's move on to the Grambling game. Uh, not really too much to say here. Again, our offense was really, really bad. That's the a uh, game we we were struggling to catch up to seventy eight miles an hour. And I get that it's an adjustment, but after one time through the order, you should be able to. The just adjustment this should be pitcher. made. <laughs>
1: yeah, it it really um, makes me feel like like me with absolutely zero pitching experience could get an out against someone, if, yeah. if I just throw it in the zone. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, are, they're not gonna I hit BP on me.
0: Don't walk the guy. Don't hit him. And, em. Don't
1: and hit you may get an out. Doesn't matter how many runs I give up, but can yeah. I record an out on yeah. a D one? I mean, the team? law
0: of average just says that like it, sometime you'll. I mean, get they're done. not.
1: They're not like if if they're taking me every time. Put me like I'll pitch for the uh, home run derby. Yeah, for real. I
0: mean, you're <laughs> you're gonna have a job either way, so. Um, <laughs> All right, so starting for us in this game, we had Jack Walker. Um, what? What do you know? What year he is? He a freshman? Everyone's years aren't real this year. We're still. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'd never heard of this guy before today. A freshman. Um, <coughs> freshman. Do I know because that's I've a never... real
1: freshman? COVID freshman? COVID real? Is he,
0: is he actually
1: a, an academic senior? Um, <laughs> is he actually getting like ugh, his dude, master's? Dude, that's wild. I don't know why it affected yeah. baseball
0: worse than anything. <laughs> yeah that was weird um so jack walter gets the start uh i think he goes f- five innings i, I, I believe that real quick yeah uh, five innings you're you're the stack guy so he went five innings parker sinette comes in out of the pen um and gets into trouble immediately i think the first two guys that see him uh get base hits he has he faces like second and third uh, in his first inning of relief and then after that he just goes on a tear and Thank just Foxhall. Yeah, one little meeting with Foxall and Parker Stinnett became a new man. And so, I anytime he comes in the game, I still think about the home run against Texas that he gave up. And that wasn't real. It was raining. It was raining, so it doesn't count. But um, Lamicky home yeah. run. <laughs> so I, I, still think that like, that's still my like thought process when I see the Parker come in. I'm like, oh gosh, here. At he least comes the again. hair's gone now. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little little reverse Samson action uh, going on. Um, cause now he's good again apparently. So he, I mean, he did finish out the the game. He has the last four innings against Grambling and and just looked really strong. He was getting a lot of strikeouts and seemed to be really trusting his stuff. Um, I think sometimes like I had this pointed out to me the other day. Uh, he kind of seems like he forgets that he can throw mid nineties and he just like starts throwing sliders and change ups and like going like mid mid to high eighties. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, just just throw your fastball. He please. he did have that uh, off-speed pitch that he was throwing on two strike counts late in the game. Oh yeah. my goodness! It was like, a little, like the little slider just dropping a, off the a table. A little bender. Oh, dude, yeah, that was nice. So, I mean, I mean, once if with all the confidence that he had at the end of that game, I really, really hope that he can carry that on the rest of the season because honestly, he is a, he was one of the big names coming into the off coming into the. Um, end of the season mm-hmm. as a potential closer and I can see it pitching the way that he was the other day. Yeah. But, um, good closer to song pick. too. Yeah. Wait, what is his? Uh, rest, no rest no, for re- the wicked. Yeah. There you go. Good one. Um, so our offense, like I said, was, is really just, um, just, just stagnant right now. Brad Cumbus seems to be the only person who's, um, really awake offensively. He had another home run. I think it's three straight games. Uh, well, it was three straight games before he, he didn't get one against Southern Miss. um. So he hit a home run that ended up being the, the game-winning. Um, who, who do you think scored the run before him? Or, mm. or got the RBI on it? Lane Forsythe.
1: Lane Forsythe, sack fly. Let's go.
0: <laughs> who that, did that – say who that scored? Um, Either Quarter or Hines, I think. I think it was Slate
1: Offord. Yeah, it was Slate. Okay, okay, gotcha.
0: There you go. Oh, um. The nose downs, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, that only leaves us with the Southern Miss series, and I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch it because I couldn't. Um, Thank you, Because they NCAA. didn't tell us. Yeah. So, all I know, Jackson Fristo started, and it seemed to be a bad start from the beginning. Our offense, still not good. And um, I can, honestly... For the first time in two years say we have lost a midweek game we never ever win games like this though um <laughs> we lost a midweek for the first time since texas southern in the shortened 2020 season um a season where we were 12 and 4 um before the season got cut short and people are comparing this year to that um so I, I hope we can rattle off seven straight wins here. Um, but. Quick question.
1: Yes. How long has Gabe Montenegro been at USM?
0: Like, um, I think since I was seven. Dude, it's Kellen Mond energy. <laughs> I've heard that name for a very long time. He's been there since 18. <laughs> Jeez. He graduated so high school in 2018. <laughs> so he swept Mississippi State one time. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, Hunter, why don't you get us started on our uh, preview for the two lane series? Okay, so Tulane Green Wave, um,
1: little team down there in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, they're 8-1 in the season. Uh, they had a really impressive series win against Louisiana Tech. Lost lost a Friday night game. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, this one's over. And then uh, the Saturday game got canceled for weather. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is in Ruston, by the way and and yeah. that that stadium i forgot what is it the love shack is that what's called yeah yeah mm-hmm. like extremely wild there so like hostile environment louisiana tech really good team you know i mean i think they hosted a regional last year yeah they did yeah and and two lingo's in there uh they play the double header on sunday and they sweep it mm-hmm. um their that's friday funny. night starter I'm, I'm just gonna go a little out of order if no one knows, we have a script for these. A little inside going for two here. Uh, I'm yeah. going to well, point mean- number three of point number four. So, so that's just a little, a little bit of that. Um, <laughs> Giving away our secrets. Yeah, no one knows this. Um, their starters versus Louisiana Tech, where uh, their Friday starter was Tyler Hoffman. He's a right hand pitcher with a three point eight six ERA, and then uh, their Saturday starter was a well. There's Game two starter was a familiar face. Uh, Dylan Carmouche from last year at Mississippi State. Uh, national champion. National champion, Dylan Carmouche Going to be the first player to win a national championship at two te- uh, with two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a .69, uh, so a .69 ERA.
0: It's really nice. Yeah, it,
1: it'll be nice to see him. I mean, he, he's a left-hander with a nice fastball. Just a nice player all over.
0: Yeah, I've, I've like heard reports. He's a really nice guy.
1: Yeah. So and and with a nice ERA of point point six
0: nine.
1: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Takashi. Uh, mm-hmm. That's it. So Karmush, probably come out and he's a left-handed pitcher, but he doesn't. He does throw over seventy-nine. So.
0: Maybe maybe we can tank him.
1: Maybe be on worry watch Tulane. And then their their game three starter was uh Michael Massey. Um mm-hmm. he's a right handed pitcher, five point seven nine ERA. And they kind of have like a plethora of uh relievers. No one seems to have like really secured their spot yet.
0: Yeah. Um I mean I think we've got our work cut out for us. I mean that's it's a it's a good team. It's a really good um pitching staff of uh, starters to um to relievers, I mean they they're really good, and we know from last year, um, you know, we're going to talk about their their offense in a minute, but um, there the antics from the last series, last year's series against them was unbelievable. I mean they they were, it was such a fun series, one that I, I really looked back at last year and said like that probably like made us a tough team. Yeah, um, I, I mean, love like that, that series. I I loved uh,
1: Tulane after that game. The, yeah, there was I a mean, lot of people that are like, oh, this is Bush League from Tulane. But, like, when we go act like that against Vanderbilt, no one says anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the the drawing started happening because, I mean, uh, what's uh, – holtoff like was just dealing against us and Lamonis asked for like foreign substance check on him and he looks at us gives a thumbs up and then just flexes off the mound and from then on it was just jawing back and forth and walk-offs for us in the next two games um a crazy ninth inning in game three and just like unbelievable unbelievable energy there the first dogs win again that's actually where it started. Yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah. So I mean, honestly, they that series gave us our like identity going in, like the whole season, like going into it was a very Omaha, the national like, championship. It was kind of like our season, honestly. It felt like a super regional, like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's and really there was like no fans
1: there, but like it was, it was it was weird, like like the competition of it. And last yeah. year, we thought Tulane was going to be a really really good team, and they kind of just weren't. I think they went yeah. through a bunch of injuries and stuff. But I
0: mean yeah. they look honestly it looked so, pretty good this year. And anybody who complains about the the Vanderbilt or about the two lane series, like and how they acted in our stadium. We went to Vanderbilt and did the same exact thing. Yeah, and rocked the baby. Uh, yeah. said said, some, to the dugout. Yeah. Said some explicit words. Yeah, I mean it was fun. It's fun when, yeah. when teams do that. I I I get not wanting to be over the top whatever like still but respect they the game. Over the but top. Like, I mean, yeah. No. All, I mean, all they do is
1: slap the wall.
0: Still respect the game, but like honestly that was such a fun series, and mm. I'm, I'm 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 hoping that it's pretty similar this year. Maybe we can. I think um, we wouldn't follow it old top on the uh, going for two account after it
1: because we're like, okay, yeah. that's awesome. If you get called out for foreign substance, and then that doesn't mess up your
0: groove, and you go finish it. Like yeah, I mean, it was just it was awesome, and um, that was kind of the first uh, antics that we saw from Logan Tanner as well. I mean, he's he's sitting over there, you know, just being Logan Tanner, rocking the baby and everything. So. I'm, I'm really excited, like I said, again, for this series. Uh, but what before we get, we get done with this talk, uh, what do you, you have about their offense? Okay. Um, so they have four everyday players batting
1: over 300 uh, with mm-hmm. the two highest of them batting. Uh, first one, 419, is Ethan Groff. I think he's their catcher, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Okay. Every, everyone has, like, <laughs> like, dashes and then another position, and I really don't care enough. To go look at their other schedules because they pinch hit so much that it's like 12 players every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just nauseating. And then their second highest is uh, batting 355. It's Luis Aviles, uh, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Um, I'm going to look real quick and see if anyone has home runs. They have five home runs on the season with. Oh wait, that's that's their pitching. They've given up five home runs. I was like, "Well, that seems low." Okay, they've hit six.
0: Cool. Okay, so the dogs are out home running them by yeah. about by about six. So yeah, uh,
1: that that's their two guys. I think uh, Luis is uh, an outfielder. Um, says okay. outfielder slash infielder, so I'm gonna go with the president of the first one being right. So that's... yeah. That's, what we got. That's essentially just saying he I can bet, play anywhere. I bet you know when we see their lineup, we'll know what position they play. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe, maybe he'll be in their lineup. Probably 355, he should be. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing about the two-lane series, though, uh, move, moving on from that, um, will be two-lane's uniforms for this weekend. Um, so they came out with a release that they're wearing black uniforms. Uh, in an interesting video, so the black I, I already – you kind of brought this up. I'm not quite sure, but No, no the did. black isn't isn't the
1: mocking. Uh, okay. Tulane Tulane's been black uniforms apparently. That was their stuff. It looked like in like 2012, 2006 era was okay. those black uniforms in like the heyday, but mm-hmm. but then some actions occurred in the video. Um, okay. so so when you're rolling out a black jersey against Mississippi State, and and probably everyone likes to take little punches at Mississippi State. Like, yeah, they just won the Natty. They're losing right now. Yeah, I'd punch at them. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like you should. I mean, like we did at LSU in twenty twenty. Like yeah, for sure. Like like everyone punched down at them. It was a good time. Um, but yeah, uh, and then then like halfway through the video, uh, whoever it is does the ice in my veins thing. I'm like, okay. Not many people just throw up an ice in my veins. Yeah, in I, mean, the video. I know, I know, I know. Will Bedner invented that and everything? Yeah, he is the inventor of it. Yeah, uh, D'Angelo um,
0: Russell actually stole it from Will Bedner. Yeah, people forget. Um, so maybe, a, maybe a, a little, already a little, uh, a little mocking going on from Tulane. I mean, we may just be reading into it too much, but I thought, um, I,
1: I thought that was kind of like a like, like it's like this cinematic like. Like, it's not even, like, action shots, and the dude's just sitting there, like, ice in my face, <laughs> yeah. like, with, like, a bent left arm. Like, it was, it was weird. <laughs> it was a yeah. weird video, but the
0: uniforms look fire. Uniforms look good. It's, it's going to be a great weekend for uniform matchup. The hats um, look so good. Yeah. So, really looking forward to that, and, um, I think that may be all that we have uh, going into the, that series. Um... But before we talk to you guys again, we're actually gonna be playing another series. So we're going down to uh, the Biloxi Shuckers Stadium and we're playing a two-game series with Texas Tech, just like we did in the COVID-shortened 2020 season. So we're doing that next Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, and uh, in the 2020 uh, season, you know, we lost the midweek game to Texas Southern. We lost a series to Long Beach State. And we seemed to kind of be struggling in comparison to other years i guess um but this is the series that uh we kind of like started to s- we seem to be turning it around even though we had swept right state and um <laughs> like, i think we were coming off of like f- four straight wins before this series anyway um <laughs> that makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah but we beat a texas tech team twice uh at the board sp- they were ranked top three or something yeah, it was something like that, and Spencer Price was our closer at the time. So, like we were we were firing. Oh off yeah, he
1: was the last SEC closer of the week.
0: Yeah, he was. It was really weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, weird things were happening, and then the season gets uh, ended, and everybody was like, "Yeah, well, like we were we were just heating up," and Ole Miss was like, "Well, we're the national champions." So um, they won the
1: Twitter poll national championship.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna hang a banner. Um, Texas Tech though this year they're six and two they're, they have two wins against Dallas Baptist which is a super regional team Dallas Bombers they, <laughs> they have two losses this year their two losses are Auburn and Arizona in an opening um in a, like a opening weekend tournament those are two um,
1: uh, teams that start with a and are feline mascots
0: if people forget people you know, forget just in case y'all y'all forgot <laughs> um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I
1: need to do with that information. I'm gonna look um, at their schedule and make bets on their next game against a team oh. that starts with an A or is a feline, it or both. You know, <laughs>
0: hammer hammer the money line if it's both. Um, but anyway, so after the two lane series and the Texas Tech midweek uh, midweek series, I I really do think that we're gonna know a lot more about our team because I, I know we were. I, we, we kind of joke about us struggling in that 2020 year, but we really weren't the same team and and we were struggling to hit the ball. But during that Texas Tech series, we, that, we seemed to like finally be clicking, even if it was just for two games. And so, I mean, possibly the same thing happens here. You know, two Lane Landon Sims goes out there and gets us a win on Friday. Um, and that that just sets the tone for a great weekend. We go into the Luxie facing Texas Tech, like maybe – Maybe we turn it around, uh, and hopefully, uh, but no matter what, uh, we will know a lot more about our team following uh, these next five games, but um, anyway, i it's going to be a huge week for us, and this is all happening before we talk to you guys again next week, so I uh, just wanted you guys to be in the know about that.
1: A little update on my findings of feline cats and uh, teams that start with the letter A. Uh, they have two games labeling Christian.
0: The Wildcats? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Abilene Christian just like I do in... in it's March, baby. It's, it's March, March, baby. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to release of the bracket uh, once that happens. I'm assuming we're doing the bracket challenge again. That was a pretty good time uh, seeing Brooks Absolutely. choke. Um, <laughs>
0: He's <in> top rope. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't forgot. Still haven't forgot. All right, so that's going to be it uh, for our games for this week. We are going to do a, pr- we, we are going to do a prediction uh, here after this, but a little bit going on in the college baseball world. So the Shriners College Classic is taking place at Minute Maid Park. It's a really, really fun series with the exception of half the teams. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's six teams showing up to Houston, Baylor, Texas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, LSU and UCLA. Wow, so, three of
1: those teams are excellent.
0: Yeah, uh, so UCLA, I guess they're there for historic purposes. Um, Oklahoma and Baylor, why, what are you doing? Um, uh, Blake Texas, Griffin and Robert Griffin III went there. Uh, I mean, are they related? Are they brothers or something? I don't think so. I, I could see the results. Yeah, race. it could be. I mean, they have half-brothers.
1: I mean, he went to Baylor. What
0: does that have to do with anything? You think he could jump over a car? Probably. Kobe didn't. That was a fake video. Um, jeez. <laughs> I mean, neither did Blake Griffin. He jumped over the Man. hood. He jumped in front of the car. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think you're probably no. Actually, um. Big news. This whole Shriners College Classic, not on Flow Sports. So it's a win for Is it not? Baseball. No, it's like televised nationally. Uh, I think on MLB Network. Oh, because, sick. Yeah, I don't have MLB. that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you have MLB I don't Networks? think I have it. I don't, I don't really? think I have no. it. Well, I think MLB is like, well, we can't play MLB games um, because players want to be treated fairly. So, um I guess we have to show college baseball. Um, I'm glad Mississippi state's not there. I think we'd be getting exposed really, really bad against, uh, any of those teams. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm as, as much could... as we clown, uh, Oklahoma and Baylor and UCLA, uh, yeah, I'm glad we're not playing you. Yeah. I, I, am I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're going to be in new Orleans instead of Houston. Uh, cause we're probably getting embarrassed in Houston, in new Orleans as well. Um, but anyway, that, that's going to move us into our series predictions. I'll probably go first this week, just because okay. I made you go first the first two, I think. Um, I think that we are going to lose the series. I think we're going to go one and two with a win on Friday night, and then we're going to lose the next two. I um, I I just I have to believe that Landon's going to come out firing, getting redemption. Um, hopefully he gets some run support. That's obviously the only way that we can win, because uh, we saw him in week one. He got a... Just about a perfect start and um, just zero run support. So hopefully he gets some some support this week and uh, gets a win, but I still think we lose the series. Um, and then my player for the week, um, just like at all the antics we talked about earlier, Logan Tanner is probably going to be the center of all that, and I think he's going to let that fuel him to a really big weekend. So uh, if we are going to win, it's going to be on his shoulders. Okay. So, makes makes you sense. Um,
1: mm-hmm. So... As I do when it's uh, desperation time in seasons, it's time to break out the jinx. Um, We are getting swept by Tulane. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's no chance that this Mississippi State team can go in here and take a series from Tulane. This team's good. I mean, they have a guy that would be starting on Saturdays for us, starting on Saturdays for them. Good team, good atmosphere, good jerseys. Um, Yeah, uh, Tulane sweeps us. And then player of the game. I haven't been paying attention to how my players of the game have been doing. I'm pretty sure I've picked Hunter Hines every time because he has my name. Um mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh give me give me Bradley Wilson, uh right handed pitcher, a freshman. Uh I I think he's gonna have a think he's gonna have a good one.
0: I I think you've got a good shot of um of him playing. Right. Hope not. Well, there you go. Um, I really do. I, I, it honestly, it all really just depends on 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 offense. Like I have no reason to believe that we're gonna go in here and be able to hit the ball. I have no Dude, reason we, to
1: believe we can do anything.
0: Yeah, but but if we but if we do hit the ball, then heck yeah, we can win this series. I oh guess. no, we
1: can't. <laughs>
0: Dude, you just gotta have faith. I want no faith. I am jinxing. Well. Um, I guess it, there's no reason to believe that we can hit the ball. Like mm. we haven't shown the, the the ability to do that yet this year. Um, I hope we do though, because I I, I want to win the series. But I'm um, I'm saying that we lose the series. Uh, we're gonna go one and two. Hunter, you say we're gonna get swept, and that's that's all she wrote. We're so. gonna be out of the top twenty five. Oh gosh, that would be weird. I'm not, I'm not mentally prepared for that. Um, but uh, anyway uh that's all that we have for our game previews reviews uh predictions anything else that we do but we do still have one segment left and you know what it is it is instagram questions hunter are you going to be reading those today uh yeah i can do it okay um so once again like we always say if you ever have questions um wait you can wait and uh, submit them when we post our prompt or if you just are not patient at all um, you can just send them to us whenever you want to, and we'll make sure to include them on the show. Um, actually, we don't care if you're not patient at all. I, I, that seemed harsh, but uh, we are always excited to get those questions and read them and, and answer them here on the show. So I haven't looked at them yet, actually, so um, I'm kind of excited to, to see what we got. But uh, without further ado, Hunter, what is the first question?
1: Okay, from a uh, person that we mentioned earlier, Brooks Taylor, 1390 um, are we struggling since we had to replace so many key players, or are we young?
0: Um, are those the same? Uh, I think they might I, be the I same. I think they're kind of the same. Yes. Um, I mean, we okay, do have a lot of young time. guys. We have a lot of young guys, a lot, like transfers and freshmen as well. I mean, just to name a few. We have Aaron Downs, Hunter Hines, Matt Corder, Slade Alford, Von Siebert, um, and then... You know, we have a handful of pitchers as well. Um, those guys, I I, I expect... I mean, know, the young
1: I, guys seem like they're doing
0: pretty okay. The young guys are doing fine for, for freshmen and, and transfers. Uh, it's the older guys that I'm kind of worried about. You know, I mean, but
1: Luke Hancock and Cam and Lotan and
0: Brad, Brad, I guess they're doing okay. They're not doing bad, but it's like they're, they're not getting they're not, timely hits. They're, yeah. not, they're not starting rallies. They're not, you know, it's like if... if woohoo, we get
1: one hit in an inning
0: yeah our leadoff guys are doing terrible and you know when we get the first out it's like we just give up on the inning and Mm -hmm. so i think we have two leadoff hits to like two leadoff hits in an inning that's wild uh, the entire year so um obviously that's pretty bad and um sources are telling me that that's not very good yeah and so we get that first out and it's like we just we just lose faith for the inning and everybody else behind them just follows and And just can't do anything. So, um, I, I don't know. It's, I'm not as worried about the young guys as I'm worried about the experienced guys. Not necessarily not hitting for good average, but just not no timely hits. So that's all I got.
1: Okay. Uh, Next one from Brooks. Have we finally woken up?
0: Hope so. I think he uh, DM'd us and said that he sent that before the he saw that we lost to Southern Miss. So, but no, I don't think we were even woken up before that, but I hope that this, that loss, you know, just kind of embarrassing to lose to an in-state team, um, even though they're not really a rival, like it's, it's still just embarrassing. Um, so maybe that will wake them up and we'll see this weekend for sure.
1: Okay. Next one from Jess Cooley. It's not a question, but we'll read it out anyways. Um, all <laughs> this hype, do. all this hype for Ole Miss just to get beat by state again. Rip yeah it seems
0: it seems to be how it goes mm-hmm. um, these are the ways but you know they're really really good they are really good um it seems like
1: in no way know, shape or form should we beat them but dogs win again
0: yeah we don't we don't have a rebel killer this year um we don't have luke alexander we don't have jake mangum we don't have tanner allen um We'll see if somebody steps up to become that uh, the the next generation of that. Um, I don't see it yet. Uh, I don't. I don't. I guess it'd be Low know. Tan. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess it'd have to be because Luke Hancock and Cam James don't seem to have like the personality to do it. Uh, I guess Brad could. Brad would be a good one. Yeah. That'd be uh, fun. That that would be personifies
1: fun. Mississippi State.
0: <laughs> that like him versus Peyton Shatnay is like. <laughs> That, the that duality like, of state. <laughs> that, that is Mississippi State versus Ole Miss, just as much as Garrett Schrader versus John Rice Plumley was. <laughs> like that picture is just and Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin. I mean, it's like we see these all the time. Um, yeah, I love that. But I, yeah, we just we need somebody to step up and and obviously do way more than beat Ole Miss, but just become like that. Yeah, you know, the rallying cry for our team. Okay.
1: Maybe it's uh, Landon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? All right, um, next on. one is from it's just Ryan twenty seven. Why did I get myself into this? What are you in? Next question. Um. Okay, this one's from Frederick eighteen fifty one. It's not a question, but we'll read it anyways. Um, we tough always... day.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a tough one. Um, I agree. Bad um, bad sports day.
1: Um, and then our next uh, our next one's from football James seventeen, and he says they should hire football Kimball for basketball, and he could probably be better than Howland. Sadly, that's not a question, so we'll have to move on to the next one. Um, Matt Waldrop says bad day in maroon and white. I, you know I agree. I mean, even though that wasn't a question, you know we always read them. Um, It really was a bad day in maroon and white. The Southern Miss game, it never felt like we had a chance. But then we go to that Auburn game, and it feels like we have every chance to do something. And then we just don't.
0: I'm I'm really not sure um, if Matt listens to these. Matt, if you're here, thank you. Um, But Matt has a superpower. I don't know if you all knew this, but he can tell from the first inning of a game whether or not we're going to be good that day or not. Um, so I I'm willing to uh, or I I'm really interested to know what inning he knew that we weren't going to beat Southern Miss. The he other he actually did that four hours before the game. Yeah. <laughs> before yeah. all before both. He, of drove, them. he he drove to Pearl and was like Nah. It nah. Just, I don't I'm get, good. I'm, I'm I am good i i do not <laughs> feeling I'm bad vibes. To, I'm getting bad vibes. I'm going to Bass Pro Shops. Y'all hit me up when it's over. Um. <laughs> I'll be at the shooting gallery. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking at the smokers upstairs, Matt. If you um, listen to
1: this, please DM us and tell us that you're hearing this because this is quite funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, last year during the the Doug Nacaze the Doug, Day, uh, in Doug Day um Matt left in the third inning. I'm pretty sure I was like, "Nah, we're just not getting any hits today," and and we got one. So, jokes <laughs> on you, buddy, um, idiot. <laughs> he, I I was optimistic as I'll get it.
1: I was didn't that a, happen in some base and uh, a football game this year and we won i, I don't did. think so did that not happen in the
0: oh maybe louisiana Tech. yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, it's a very that. matt
1: very matt game yeah i love that all right any more questions um there's another one that isn't a question yeah i'm jack taylor and i'm feeling really sad
0: yeah, uh, so I went to the basketball game last night, and um, I was there. I I got there. I think we were down by like fifteen or sixteen. Um, we were down by twelve at the half. The Storm Chasers come in, The Barstool Storm Chasers. That was that's always fun um, to see on on Instagram. Dude, they were we'll on a
1: three game streak see too on
0: Twitter. Yeah, and uh, so they come in and just really hype up the crowd. We take the lead uh, with like three minutes left, and. Or we have the lead with three minutes left. I don't know when we took the lead. Uh, end up going to overtime and giving up as many points in overtime as we did in the entire second half. This and is the
1: way, and we lose the game. So I've watched I like could've... six Mississippi State basketball games, and they all end with us like having
0: a lead and then not having the lead. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the the I mean that's inevitable. Storm chasers are not. Uh, it's just it's just not in the cards for us to win a big game. Um, Someone yeah. should have told them. Yeah. Someone should have told him, um, but I think that that pretty much sums up how I felt. Yeah, I'm Jack Taylor. and I'm feeling really sad. So, um, but anyway, I think that's all that we have for today's episode. Um, it was a uh, it, it wasn't the the ideal week for Mississippi State athletics. Basketball is just coming to a to a crashing halt. Getting a new everyone. coach. Getting a new coach. So uh, maybe we'll know who that is in the next couple of weeks. Women's basketball ended their season tonight in the SEC tournament. Um, I knew we, we kept you all updated on that for all season. Um, Does this mean so, no more questions about basketball? I think so. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um, so we, we we still have a, a big March Madness run to make. We still have to win the SEC tournament. and uh, We have to make a run in the NIT to give Howland another year. Feels like 96. Um, so that's all that we have this week. It is a uh, We're optimistic going into uh, – the this upcoming week though we play three games against Tulane, two games against Texas Tech, and we get to focus on solely baseball um, until oh wait wait softball season started too, so we got to focus on oh that yeah too, big obviously. softball fans remember when we made them like going a winning we streak? made them we made them good again <laughs> um, so but that's all that we have thank you guys so much for listening we will see you guys next time on going for two with Jack Taylor thank you. I told you I was going to one softball game. I wanted to get a foul ball, and then I was going to leave. We got a foul ball, and we left. That's all I'm saying. Man of my word.
1: Remember how long we used to talk in these little after
0: things? Dude, I can't remember the last time. We just had a nice chat.
1: Hey bestie, could I interest you in Rodan and Fields? Dude.